the Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Welcome to Desert Island Discs. Every single Sunday, we tell stories of success. Everyone, of course, with their own definition of what success is and looks like. They tell their stories and we get to know who they truly are. My guest today is a lawyer, a communications specialist and a politician. Uh, From serving as a guild president in his university days um, at the East African Legislative Assembly level and his party, the Democratic Party, where he's currently vice president and uh, many of you might also know him for his um, not so small English words <laughs> that he chooses to use. Welcome Fred Mukasambide. This might be your first time getting or giving an interview. Yes. On Desert Island or yes. generally? I have yeah. been seldom answering <laughs> questions about myself. <laughs> you, you try to stay away yes. from answering. Yes. Desert Island this is really a chance for us to get to know people who you know, success is relative. We can say you're successful and you deny the charges. That, that is true. <laughs> I, I, I had a, one leader here who asked one of the richest men in the world yeah. how many cows he had. Uh, when the man talked to him in terms like he has a aircraft, uh, train wagons, the man said, but how many cows, cows. do you have? Mm. When the man stated he had no cows, <laughs> then he said he's the only rich Poor. man he has seen without cows. Mm. So how can you stay rich and no cows? But you can imagine sense. how many cows an aircraft can buy. Uh, true, true, mm. true, but exactly. So um, we like to get to know people. And how we start the show is that we say, go to your childhood and pick where we are going to start the story from. Yeah, of course, part of the childhood I didn't know. Mm. Uh, 48 years ago, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah. I disagreed with the manner in which I was brought on earth because I'm told I even cried when I was first born. I am much of uh, a rural-based upbringing. I did not carry things like uh, like food to, to school, uh, the, way, the way we do flasks for children. Yes, way, yes. No, Spark snacks. No. no. Mm. We, we didn't have shoes for quite uh, some long period of time. Uh, we would walk to school. I was born in Nacheni. It was all Masaka district. Okay. Now it has been subdivided into several yes. districts. You know, now the clamor is big. <laughs> yeah. Every village wants to be declared a district. A district, true. And uh, it is now Luengo district. Ah, okay. So Nacheni is now Luengo. Yet when you look at uh, my, my Patano origin, mm. it is Kalung. So the demarcations have really taken shape. Yeah. Uh, my parents being teachers of the time, they would now rotate me to wherever they would be posted, oh. but still within Masaka. So whichever school they went to? I also followed. The manner in which I began my primary one, I never did things like a, a baby class. Nursery. That Kindergarten, that. yes. No. I only mm. followed her to school because she was teaching. And what would you and do? And I had to be around while oh. she's instructing. <laughs> okay. Incidentally, when she gave uh, some piece of exercise, I also wrote. I ah. picked a piece of paper. Oh, you wrote. were in class with her? Yes. Hey, okay. So when I wrote, I was also considered now a member of primary one. Wow. My mother was a teacher at the time. Mm. My father was the headmaster. You can imagine mm. how rules were, <laughs> were amended. The amount of the privilege I can imagine. Yes. Mm. So that is who I was. I grew up in the village, but I did not cut the character of a village child because I was coming from elitist teachers. <laughs> so I did not know how to. Yes, I think I remember. I remember one day we were gossiping about you with your daughter, and she said, yes. "This is the man who refused, even when he was in the village, he refused to be yes. part of the village." I never. Uh, in fact, that is 
what explained things like I did not drink, I didn't smoke, I, mm. I considered all of those vices of other people except not me. You. Uh, mm. so B- but was it because your parents as well had refused to accept the the, the villagehood, uh, or it was just you? No, my father he was a drunkard. <laughs> okay. Incidentally, but then the kind of uh, examples I would see of those mm. who have taken a drink or two. Mm would either be by person sleeping by the roadside yeah. those who are dirty mm. and i think i had imagined i would always be as clean as i would contemplate in mm. the circumstances so my kind of psychology was example best mm. whatever they are mm. i don't want to so be. i took a role model approach right. i didn't right okay mm. and and so when you say I, you were living sort of opposite of the village because that can make you have enemies yes you know and and you know what happened I was also a weak character. I did not have the strength to, to fight. do a lot of fighting and doing serious mm. jobs. So each time I would want to avoid being sent to do anything, I would catch <laughs> books and begin reading. <laughs> you don't go fetch water. Yes. You what? And that would excite. Even when I would go wrong, to avoid being beaten, they had to find me amidst a, a pile of books trying reading. to read. Mm. Even when I would hold them upside down. So <laughs> they would still be happy and I would survive beatings. Yeah. That now explained to me that the alternative to using the strength that I don't have would be in reading. Reading. And, and it carried on up, up to today. Uh, you're not the only child. Yes, I am not. Particularly <laughs> with my father, we, we are quite several. Yeah, yeah, he was extremely <laughs> liberal. Mm. But with my mother, I am the only one. Ah, so okay. he was a, as a very good headmaster who was a busy yeah, i think he was very okay <laughs> okay uh, he, he could afford time. life yes he also could. not in the sense of a wealthy character mm-hmm. but in comparison with the poor people villages okay i think he was living where large. he was he was yes. living large yes. mm, i get you now yeah. when you were reading these books did you have an interest at this point or you were reading everything that you could get your hands on of course during primary school i did not have interest in what i was doing mm. of course getting to senior one i had developed a craze mm. of excelling in the english language uh, oh, that okay. was the time that mm. we we even held a competition for the whole of masaka district which was yeah. bigger at the time before okay. it was demarcated and i imagined the, the best i was then a student of kawoko mm. secondary school my school was the last but i was the best depend uh, oh wow mm. okay so <laughs> I had of course obviously developed now an obsession mm. with English language. So I would now read the book mostly fiction. Okay. Some of them I even found them when I was doing literature later mm. in HSC Darkness at Noon, <laughs> at, uh, Crime and Punishment, b- books by Tolstoy, things that one would read and not understand. But mm. then for you you did? I had an obsession. I enjoyed had English at uh. the time. Which later on culminated into a lot of other things, mm. as we shall So today when see. we, yes, today mm. when people hear certain, or know you a certain way, they think it was for yesterday. Not this at all. This has always been you. In, in fact, I am just speaking secondary school English. <laughs> wow. And, and people think that it is extremely hard. You're complicating it's, things. It's obfuscating the, meeting, the meanings and what, and they think this is the kind of life I lead. No, yeah. I choose to do this. Mm. When I choose to speak to the accents that nobody understands, I select a cluster of the English language. Mm. To use. But you can't do this everywhere, otherwise. Uh, especially when you're communicating to yes, I'm public. a mass communication expert. Yes. Uh, what's your first song choice? Uh, my first song will go to my mother. It is oh. "Mama" by Haruna Mbiru. Mm. I love that song. It brings out the kind of message I would tell my mother.
Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Desert Island Discs, we have... Uh, <laughs> On, honorable, you know, these days they say the example were honorables and honorables and venerables and venerables. <laughs> now we, we have uh, <laughs> a, a hodgepodge of politicians, yes, yeah. all kinds. Uh, Fred Mkasambi and his childhood was quite interesting. He had refused to be part of the village. Were you the type who would make sure the shirt is a certain color? If it's white, it's white, yes. You can imagine we would walk to school mm. barefoot. But at the same time, even villages, you would be expected to put on a uniform that got torn is what you would regard as the, the wear. Mm. But I would still have sandals. So I would hey. find myself the only one with the sandals in the whole village. And the sandals were kept clean, clean. I assume. Clean. And, mm. it, and I grew with it up to wow. a stage beyond which they think somebody <laughs> is, is tidy. Is, yes. Uh, those are being particular. You know, even when we're in boarding school, they used to say that people, you don't have a flat iron, but people would put the uniform right uh-huh. under their bed. Just, it's, it's, if it's you, it's you. You or want you to use keep the towel things. and you step on it. Uh-huh. Then it Just to keep good. things a certain way. You mentioned that in secondary school, I mean, your, your school might have been the worst, but you were the best because mm. you loved English. Um, so secondary school, is, is this where you found, you know, your voice, what you liked, what you didn't like? What was school like in the years? Much of what I became. Mm were a result of what I was. Right. Uh, because I was small and short, I <laughs> did not lead anywhere during primary school. Really? Now, secondary school, I was still short and small. Of course, the leadership of the day in terms of schools would be given to those that can whip you when you go wrong. <laughs> the big boys. So it is the big boys. Yes. I was not eligible to go and compete. So there was a lady called Nabukenya Sara. Mm. I no longer know where she is, mm. but she was a main speaker. Right. Who I think developed some kind of fever when our time came. Of course, the debating hall at a school called Ichiswera at mm. that time, mm. where we held the competition from. For me, I was even at the football pitch, just oh. watching. Right. And they came for me, even eating sugar cane. I hadn't <laughs> tucked in my shirt. Yeah. They told me, you come as a standby generator. So I came, everybody laughed. They saw some short boy <laughs> tucking in as he enters, yes. sweating because I had the, of course, run. Mm. Now, when I gave my speech, because during that time, I did not understand what a standing ovation meant. Mm. But allulations and what would yes. make sense. When I was judged the best speaker, mm. that is when now we went back to school. News, of course, were so and much so around. Excels. And I was now appointed the chairperson debating club. Ah. That was my first leadership Okay, throughout secondary school all over. Mm. All the schools I went to, up to Makerere. Uh, of course, I would read newspapers and yes. I would, there would be people I would enjoy mm. looking or even behaving like. I would read about Nobat Mao. I would read about uh, Charles Romushana. Yes. And, and I would say, no, I want to be guild president. <laughs> now, when I got to Makerere, right. I discovered it was hard. If you came from a school that doesn't have an association there, Mm. It was clearly people from our schools never really made it. Because they, they, they ask you, you're from SMAC? You're from uh-huh. <laughs> Buddha? Which one? I even pinned the posters inviting people from my school Ooh. to turn up at the main library. I walked there and nobody had turned up. Mm. Then on the last day, somebody turned up and told me, my brother, just forget, our fellows <laughs> never made it here. So, <laughs> so the issue of associations did not make Didn't, sense. Yeah. So I started investigating how hard were they, why. Then someone told me they were speaking extremely bombastic language. <laughs> right. Now I laughed. I said, if this is the way. You can't out-talk them. Then I'll, I'll yeah. beat all of them. Mm. 
But nobody knew. So I virtually won my race from the first address I made. I spoke for 20 minutes. Everybody left their candidates and followed me. So from then on, they just even ran to rallies simply to listen to me. I mean, That's how I'm, I made I'm, it. I'm trying to imagine what mm. your speeches were made of, you know. Okay, it would look like, for, for example, I would see which faculty am I going to address. Yes. There was a time I was going to medical school. Mm. I would address them in terms of how Makere University is now fossilized. It has gout and varicose veins <laughs> never limb. My role here is to I diagnose Makere. Right. And it's caused with microscopic exactness. Yeah. And wherever I apply the healing knife, no new sower will appear. <laughs> Now, that would mean that you I would tailored the language yes. to them completely. You mm. go to Kabanyolo, these are agricultural students. Yes. In terms of testing, Makerele Oye, you begin with their own botanical names. Dactarius Karalam Oye, Biden Spirosa, Sinadon Dactalon. Now, I can tell you, you go to, for example, statistics. Mm. We address them. You tell them a mathematician once said that algebra is a science for lazy people. One operates with X without worrying about its actual nature. I have come to recognize X for what it stands for ah, yeah, yeah. in the Makerere equation. X stands for the student of Makerere. But now, mm. I would take each and everybody on, pointing to their souls. The right. things they are studying, mm. I make them the campaign message. What's familiar And they would them. definitely follow. <laughs> and that's how I made it. <laughs> so you became a hard guy with what you were saying. Very hard. It, it was impossible because that was the time when Dr. Besige was at the peak. Because mm, I was about to ask who are you against at, at any time. And Juba's son was a candidate. Mm. Dr. Besige came addressed a rally. The whole students community followed him to the main gate. Mm. But when I addressed, everything turned up. I referred to him as a dilettante and barbaric relapses of Makerere political history. Mm. I, you know, he was a bit short and small. I called him a romantic infant. I call, so <laughs> wow. I really turned him around yeah. and the students got back to me. Yes. That's when we made it. Mm. And that was it. That but was but it. what was it? You know, I, I always wonder people who want to take up leadership positions yes. with no fear or favor. As in, what is that calling? What does that each feel like? The need to do it. And you're right. It is mm. a calling. Today, of course, we have uh, the confused state of affairs. Mm. We have now politicians that we are not called to join politics. We have those tainted with uh, what we would call celebrity panjandra. Yes. Somebody finds themselves generally on the path because of the treatment they receive yes. uh, from, me. from government. Mm. They, they receive protest support. They receive this. But when they are not actually called the leaders. Yeah. But the manner in which you get called, you cannot first of all know when you join the politics. But you only reminisce. You date back. You begin focusing mm. and your mind to what happened to you. Then you discover that is when you joined It the jo Yes. It's a calling. Like somebody is a doctor, but they eventually, of course, their conduct culminates into mm. being a pastor. That is how it happens. Right. So politics is not a job. And, and now we are receiving people who are actually job seekers yes. joining politics. They have completely spoiled the political arena to the extent that now even voters begin to ask for a payment. But if you have been a leader, mm. for example, I was leading Makerian was and nobody was paying me. That meant leadership was not about payment. No. You can get shocked with the payment. We, we, first of all, one of my hobbies is debating. Mm. I, I get shocked each time my clients pay me in courts of law for representing them because you are paying me for a hobby. <laughs> When I go to court, it's a hobby. You enjoy it. What I do, I enjoy. Of course, now, during that time, I was pursuing Bachelor of Mass Communication. Mm. 
uh, and I graduated in 2003. On graduation day, I drove my parents to the faculty of law. Mm. Pick forms for application hey, now. Hey. Yes, uh, that is how we they didn't behave. manage to eat the cake properly. You, no, eh? Not at all, <laughs> because I had put my first choice for LLB. Right. But during that time, they were taking the same points. Yes. Each. I don't know what happened, and I found myself in the faculty, uh, department of mass communication. Because the public needs to be warned. The mixture of mass communication and law <laughs> makes me a different character yes. when it comes to communication. Absolutely. You only choose a cluster mm-hmm. to apply and uh, that's it that you do. What was it about law? I mean, I would have said it's... Oh, now that you say mass com, I'm like, okay, I can see how he would have ended up in mass yes. communication. Yes. That's what at the core he does. But then law, maybe that was because of the political side of things? Not at all. Mm. I think it was because of most of the books I had read mm. also. Uh, yes. The characters they are in, the people I had admired. Even, yeah, Mao. Yeah. You know, and yes. you know, I admired the man. Today I'm his deputy. You can imagine <laughs> the, the way I had... <laughs> I have followed my right, own aspirations. Right, right, right. And, and that is why people have been asking, why don't these guys part? Yeah. Why don't they disagree? We've never seen, uh, had Mao bashing him in the, the, the other way the around. So, uh, your role model might not exactly be better than you in everything. No. But uh, he is extremely complimentary. Mm. And, and you can be the best tool for his own success. That's true. And I think that's what we have each been. Mm. Uh, so, it doesn't even make sense disagreeing publicly <laughs> true when we can meet and discuss our families know each other mm. my children know him mm. i know his and generally been the same wow mm. what's your second song choice uh my second freedom is coming freedom is coming tomorrow get ready mama prepare for your freedom Desert Island Discs on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's Desert Island Discs and uh, Honorable Mbide's second choice was freedom. Um, that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> that choice, all the words, freedom is coming. I think it meant something in the past, still means something in the present. Freedom sounds relative to me. Someone said there'll always be an oppressed bunch. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, there's, you're never going to reach a point where the world feels equal. There is a... Uh, a low relative political maturity of the masses mm. in Uganda mm-hmm. to the extent that even those that are unfree need to be lectured on how they should actually be free. True. They are what we call buzzwords that people tend to think are actually applicable. For example, if you're waiting for somebody who is coming, for example, your husband, mm. but uh, he's coming with a vehicle, mm. you can't wait to receive that person. You begin to hear the sound of a vehicle even when it is actually not, not there. Not there, yeah. Sometimes people live a life of what 
does not exist mm. yet. There are people I find who think they are in power when actually they are not. It is it is <laughs> it's only by nomenclature. For example, if the party in power is carries the symbol of, of a bus. Mm. You find somebody with a t-shirt who tells you why don't you join us? You ask him who is the us <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> you and who? You and who? Where are you? D- do you remember back when you met Mao because if you say that yes. as when you're going to university these are the people you're reading about and you know admiring yes. what was that first meeting like now the the first meeting he didn't even look at me and mm. then I was so it was so disturbing but we were young democrats who actually attended before that I had always gone to because we would always seek for for the authority of the speaker of parliament to go to the gallery from school yeah just to witness debates yes now there were debates of essential motion the sixth parliament we are doing essential of Jim Wes over certain activities he had i think dealing with mera investments mm. and what and now i looked at this guy their statements that he made and i still recall them because Jim Wes stood and uh, he complained that he is being witch hunted mm. that there is no evidence pointing to the allegations that are levied against him yeah. warranting his removal it's essential generally he gave a very moving speech now Mao was given uh, an opportunity to speak. He told the speaker of the time that corruption should be treated just like adultery. It is the chances are rare that you can find the real the culprits in the real act. Mm. So the nature of evidence necessary for such culprits to determine whether they have been adulterers should be liberal. For example, if you find one of the culprits half naked The other one is tying his shoelaces. You conclude they have something has happened. Yes. So that was the first point. Then the second yeah. point is that it's not enough for you to claim and complain you're being witch hunted. Mm. If the heat is too much for you, then get out of the kitchen. Mm. Now those were the statements he made. We were up. We were almost tempted to clap, but it was not allowed. So yeah. we, we greeted the honorable Mao after after the session. Yes. I shook his hand. Of course I introduced my, myself and we second school children and I want to be like you those he's like the, yeah 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 I know he's not even aware that that about that that actual meeting wow yes mm. but we kept his I think some guy who keeps in touch mm. because when I got to Makerere I kept on visiting him right the first time he took me to his home we almost had nowhere to pass because every corridor had books so I asked him now how do you sit say yeah you sleep but This one is remind you that you must read before sleeping. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And there you are with your interest in reading as well. You so, know we wow. just we were really just clicked. so compatible. Yeah. And, and I can tell you he's is the guy that people don't understand. Mm, yeah. uh, in Uganda we have had a, a series of, of of persons that keep making judgments uh, without uh, the competence to judge. Then of course we kept on communicating until when I now went to Makerere and I was competing he was the f- he even moved with me to some oh. of the halls of residence mm. so they are were friends yes we yes. even when we were, where i was f- because the acholis because i remember during our interactions mm. there was some Ebola that oh. hit the acholi sub region mm. and there was i led students of makerere but i wasn't a guild president yet mm. we went to fight Ebola and it was not easy going past karuma because there was still kony you know we were being led by convoys and mm. all it was heavy for anybody from the center here to go to Gulu. Yeah. that is when i was given the name okelo takalwen <laughs> so we became friends mm. since then so makerere wow. the uh, choli makerere university students association amusa had a candidate 
during my time uh, the candidate was Mwakal Tukumoi mm. who they removed because they said we can't have two candidates eh. in the same race we have Okello and we have you no there you go <laughs> so f- finally he became my security minister <laughs> oh, and later on DP public secretary mm. but of course the president uh, NRM took him became RDC now he's in here yes so i was considered and of course i would speak i would if you find me in northern uganda you would think i am mixing some english in there no way yes because i have recitations i can make while making my speeches mm. some of those that were good i would warn people papaya polo you know the meaning is that a popo falls on the head of the one who has hooked it i would be warning candidates i would be <laughs> i had everything wow You know you spend one month in Kulu mm. you can understand actually mm. because it's a very rich language but it is something you can easily understand if you right. have an interest. Right. So we became friends since then. Then wow. we started hatching a plan of taking over DP very long ago. It started very long ago. The tour. I'm surprised people think we took <laughs> it over in 2009. Yeah. No. We even failed in 2005 when Sevana beat us mm. and we retreated. But we had started in 2000. You planted the, yes. the seeds mm. much early. Why the Democratic Party? We believed in the values mm. of the Democratic Party. People are wrong to make assessments of political parties and their capacities based on what exists in Uganda. Yeah. No. In Uganda when you look at uh, of course NRM took power in 1986. Parties were freed in 2005. Before that politics was based on individual merit so we have people who for 19 years we are told their views are superior that independent opinion is superior mm. now when you free parties they don't even know how to live in them parties make decisions and others disagree and they begin doing their own things yeah. so we are dealing with things that people don't know how to run and and, and this is not restricted to opposition parties it, it is even Ask President Museven when he is scared that NRM is going to take a decision. It is not there. He doesn't get scared. In fact, he summons them. So even he himself doesn't know how to belong to a party. He calls it you know what you call a party is just his task force. Mm-hmm. One time I was here on, on on Capital Gang and I described the NRM as a, a dogmatic cult with the, a simplified and easily graspable catechism but with the President Museven as the high priest celebrating the mass what are you teaching now hakuna mjezu chisanja what are you teaching now now this one they it over kumaini what are you teaching because these are just catechism they are rodomonted they are just simple statements that are given by repetition and simplification to spread to the masses now those are not values of a political party today if we were in government i would personally run a material kind of leadership that is based on truth and justice mm-hmm. you apply you even create what we call for example today you can't pass a law unless it is accompanied by a certificate of finance implication in in, in Uganda mm. so what would be our value in a government you could not take a decision unless it is accompanied by a certificate of truth and justice right you would not run a country where Ugandans do not have land some Ugandans mm. and others have a vast piece of Chunk, land. Yeah. Th- that would mean that you would uh, organize some. First of all, you pose questions. Why do these ones have and the others don't? Mm. That would be inc- uh, you instituted truth and reconciliation and reparations. That if government is buying land for the landless, then reparations would be given to those who are selling, who are actually losing the land. Mm. 
but we must have a truth and justice certificate to each decision that is made mm. if government is developing this region if for example somebody has received mabati that mabati we would be now asking where is the certificate for truth and justice mm. why is it that flavia gets mabati mm. but john did not get yeah what, what informed the decision that this one that should this one and should. shouldn't yes mm. we would have in the end a country that is actually equitably developing mm. or under developing Yes. What's your third choice? Uh my third choice uh I cry for freedom. By Yvonne Chakachaka. Yvonne Chakachaka. It is still a substantive <laughs> club. Island Discs.
with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Desert Island Discs. And if you missed any of the episodes before, we're on podcast Capital FM Uganda. Um, we have Honorable Mkasambidi. Politics has evolved, just like the world anyway. Everything evolves. I wonder what you find different, even if you're not, you know, your party is not in power per se. Yes. But what you feel in the political landscape has changed. With the what exists today, you, you see, when you're a leader, as a member of parliament, for example, you can be invited severally to a lot of arrangements, yeah. music shows, parties, as a chief guest. Because those people inviting you are usually your voters. What is happening now is that the voters themselves now are in the parliament, for example. <laughs> uh, right. They are, they are the ones in the parliament. They are stuck. They, they, they were just angry. Mm. They got there. They are stuck with what should be done there. Uh, the intellectuals that have also found themselves there are mm. now stuck. They don't know how to blend with the voter population mm. in parliament. They are seemingly resigned. And uh, the trend of politics in Uganda now deserves an establishment of another tier of parliament. Mm. Uh, many countries have got a Senate and a House of Representatives. For example, when you look at Rwanda, when you look at Burundi, when you look at Kenya, I think now. So yes. you need to establish now another kind of parliament. Yes that we can now give the superior decisions to be made. To, to some? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because the decisions on citizenship, decisions on, on budget, decisions yeah. on army deployment. Because I had some, some members of parliament quarreling that why has Uganda deployed some army to some other place? Mm. You imagine that now we need another parliament to take such decisions. <laughs> because you cannot be on the opposition. On, on everything? On everything, mm. and and that kind of thinking cannot be born by a parliament formed by way of bandwagon effect. Mm. So, mm. We, that is the kind of politics that we have. Yeah. With your age, you're mm. sort of in between. You're in between the ones who came quote unquote before us. Yes. The ones who sometimes we look at and say, "Why don't you let go?" <laughs> yeah. You know. And then the age that you're saying is confused. The voter turned into politician. Yes. Uh, because preparation is very key in anything. That is true. Whether it's transition, transformation, innovation, preparation is key. Mm. Do you think there's been enough? Because you're literally in the middle. You're, yes. the, you're, the, you're a representative of the middle. Of the middle. You can yes. talk to the ones before, you can talk to the ones after. after. But mm. there wasn't enough preparation for us to point fingers and blame. And, and, and say we have a very unprepared generation mm. Mm. that has done nothing that doesn't because when you say they came to parliament out of anger you know yes nobody prepared them and and you are very right when you say i am we are talking to those mm. we are also talking to the ones that Up, are yeah but uh, i can t- safely tell you that none of the two is listening oh so we are we okay. are all continuing to talk. <laughs> That's dangerous. But each of the sections is continuing to do whatever. First they of all, they are both right. <laughs> they believe they are right, yeah. and they believe we are actually wrong. Yeah. It, it is a conflicting state of affairs. Mm. If you need to have an alternative solution to it, I have often told people to adopt the PIN model mm-hmm. of conflict resolution. P-I-N, mm. referring to one. First of all, what is the position? Mm. You look at every entity in terms of the position it is espousing. We demand for our rights. Now that is the position. Mm-hmm. Then you say, that is P. I, where is the interest? Because there must be an interest that Absolutely. informs the position. Absolutely. The position, the interest would be, they want to also have influence over the way things are done. Mm. What is the N? The N is the need. Mm. What is the underlying need that portrays the interest 
that forms the position. The, position. Mm. the need is to earn a salary. Sometimes when you look at the PINI model, you can solve every conflict. Mm. So the PINI applies to that group. The PINI applies to the group we are in. But the PINI equally ad- applies to the group we, we, we are. The four we are even wondering why they have not left. <laughs> so <laughs> people who were here, even before independence, you, you imagine... Are you really still available? Yeah. Are you Why? still doing hey, what you need wh- to wh- do? What do you want to do? Mm. Because each time you promise a future, yeah. we shudder because we know you are not going to be part of it. So <laughs> uh, we don't know the quality of, of your willingness to mm. provide for a better future that you will not be part that of. That you will not be here to, to witness. Yes. <laughs> you attend yes. weddings of, of Wazukulu, you do this. And if, for example, those that we think should have left are failing to live because they expect they will be treated wrongly. Then you start mm-hmm. establishing laws that will take care of their protect future them. interests. Yes. Mm. So protection, yeah. what, and, and the consensus, and, and dialogue. Because mm. then, that is why the Democratic Party believes that dialogue actually can point to a better future than saying you have defeated the President Museveni. He can cling on. Because he knows any defeat will land him into prison. Somewhere else, yeah. Uh, but but a, a, a dialogue best departure mm. i think can be something like a good music for his ear good music uh, what's your next song choice uh my next song is a religious song it is a, a song by romeo uh, odong pilili the way it goes pilili like that one Yo leng, yo leng, yo leng, yo leng, yo leng, 
Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. You're still listening to Desert Island Discs and uh, that was uh, Honorable Mbide's fourth song choice, Pili Lili. Is, is, what does that directly translate to, you said? Uh, it points to how you can make it. Overcoming. By overcoming. Mm. But because of the power of the Lord. Mm. Or you do believe in... Oh, very seriously. <laughs> that, that is because I don't know. How, I don't know witchcraft. So the only <laughs> okay. thing I have is God. The alternative is God. Yes. Yeah. And 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 you are you the people who say every Sunday I must enter church and have this seat here and. Incidentally, no. Mm. But I am. Um, I, I speak directly. Usually, I don't believe in mediators. You oh, you have, have a direct line I, to I, God. I, to God, I have pastors, but as a Catholic, I also go to church. Yes. But that is not the way I think. I usually communicate. Communicate. Yeah. I do direct. Uh, recently, you made a statement, and you said that people who say "nonyamukazi kufumba," which is I'm looking for direct translation, I'm looking for a, a woman to cook or a wife to cook. You mm. said, then you should hire a chef or get <laughs> go into like people's kitchens and find who's the best cook. But otherwise, you're looking for a partner. Yes, which I think very rarely do people, especially men, that is remember true. that it's a partner <laughs> and not whatever. Yes. It is a society tells us to, to do. Who built this mindset for you? You know that the way I grew up, you don't expect teachers in, in kitchens. They're busy. At the subconscious level of your mm. brain, when they mention a teacher, mm. what image do you have? Subtends yeah. to your. You know, what do you think about? Somebody holding a piece of chalk. Chalk, Someone yeah. who is clean. Mm. Somebody who is an authority. All knowing, particularly in terms of what you don't know, <laughs> because you see, there is also a problem yeah. in that. But not somebody in the kitchen. Mm. That is how I grew up. Yeah. So your your mother's example was. I don't yeah. expect to think about my wife in terms of somebody in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. How? Because this is somebody I must be talking to. So do I have to keep <laughs> in the kitchen? <laughs> Let the conversation happen in yes. the kitchen. Yeah. Somebody can manage. You can administer. For mm. example, you know what we shall eat. Yeah. You know how they must You take charge it. of, yeah. On a Sunday, when I know she is the one preparing, then I know. Mm. There are someone is to be present. Mm. Because that is ceremonial. Yes. It has got even attendant <laughs> Thanksgiving. So... Yeah. That understanding of a woman, because I'm in business too. Mm. If you have got a chain of hotels, you are, you are running a law firm. Mm. You have been, for example, called again to serve the population. Yes. You, you are thinking about a wife in terms of a partner in that. Mm. You have a group of people to address, but at the same time, you have been deployed to do a certain thing. Your wife should be somebody capable of representing you there. Mm. Now, if you are only vending <laughs> a chef for a wife, <laughs> she comes to discuss spices. That is not. And, and I love. Uh, uh, for me, a wife is a flower, mm. and I am. I don't a even. A complementary format, yes. actually. For me, the only thing I can prepare is probably black tea. <laughs> So somebody who is mean <laughs> on a special, format. very very special occasion, very special one. <laughs> Women is there usually. But now, yeah, black tea, that one is a guarantee. <laughs> for a long time, you were very popular in the news, not necessarily for your leadership and service, <laughs> but for people believing that you are a Casanova. Why were you landing on such lists? Yeah. <laughs> top it, 10, top, top 5. No, what actually the problem was, media houses were few. That was number one. Two, I joined the public life quite early. So we were the figures that people would look at. Mm. Now, I was not drinking, but I was actually frequenting bars and the discotheques. Because you don't drink? Yes, I don't drink. It followed <laughs> that 
probably because that was the time when even magazines were beginning yeah. this, this kind of red paper what and and there was too much pressure for each of the newspapers to actually have stories must have content and scandalous content, content yes. that. so whenever they would see you <laughs> of course the reporter knows that he or she has seen you mm-hmm. for example in club mm. one of the clubs that reporter would generate a story by just seeing you in the club by just seeing you okay. but they generate stories i can tell you that i engaged myself in a lot of activities but none of them were actually published okay. and whatever was published was wrong mm. that was number one. number two also because i believed in working so much Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in Makere University I think at my hall of residence which was in Sibirwa mm. were only two people with vehicles it was me eh. and Toyota Toyota uh, the, I think the one who scares us with money yes <laughs> we're only two people and, and they are very good friends <laughs> so I had the means and the things that were centers of attraction mm. to the opposite sex yes. quite early yes it followed that generally mm. if anybody were to take people to club it would be me because i was mm. the one with the vehicle of course of course allegations would ensue that doesn't mean i was innocent because at the I time i like the amount of honesty we are yes. displaying this conversation <laughs> <laughs> it does not it does not that mean things happened yes right but what happened was never published because usually oh, we are okay very okay it was generally balihu mm. At no point did you think to tell them but you know the truth is this one. Eh? You wouldn't uh, because generally <laughs> even the truth was equally bad. So but they, they didn't know like let them was. stay with the lie. Yes, yes. It's safer. That is why you will never have a picture. Mm. For example that I was uh, you and uh, the opposite so sex. Yeah. It's never there. They are just uh, story written material. Mm. Yeah. You are married? Yes. And um this is not for for people who might be saying but his age but, but yes. how no this is not I, I would say not your first attempt is that how they, yes. they describe it's it an attempt, <laughs> yeah. it's an attempt yeah. it's not your first attempt you suffered a tragedy yes uh lost your wife this is how many years now uh, 2015 wow mm. what the tragedy probably did to you she was young you were young yes and we were friends mm. usually i take long to marry because i believe marriage is a decision based on majorly two two people mm-hmm. or two types of people if you are a person with children it is based on what the best interest principle for your children. children that's number one. two it is god why do i think it is supposed to be for purposes of those two mm-hmm. it is because as you have just uh, enumerated my kind of history i have had it all yeah. so now i cannot take interest in only what satisfies me because that would be unfair yeah. in the circumstances so you take long with you tell god please do your job you are the one who took <laughs> the other one uh, i understand you are yeah. not yeah. you are not innocent in, in terms of what will happen you're not vindicated out of mm. this mm. when she got to the accident i it was during campaign period of course a lot Is of it? things could be said mm. yeah december oh yes uh, 11th 2015 she was a sitting member of parliament mm the accident of course uh, i did not believe in the in the mechanism of investigation is done by only here i engaged private investigators okay. i even uh, sought for the help of one of the neighboring countries investigative machinery mm. even got the drivers they were taken to prison mm. uh, it looked like a monitored accident by mm-hmm. the way the rest i cannot discuss mm. here but nothing made sense uh, nothing made a lot of sense mm. Uh, we had the culprits today they are languishing in prison mm. so 
it was a very funny experience because she left uh, your youngest sister who was Elsie mm. was five months old. You can imagine, you know, sometimes men we think that taking care of a family means providing for it all. There is what we do not know mm. that children need and uh, that is something i suffered immediately because five months is a, is a ch- is a baby yes i mm. did not know how to even purchase now the appropriate pampers for her. imagine that to the extent that sometimes i bought the smallest mm. sometimes the biggest yeah. i was even tempted to take her to the supermarket and say mm, this uh, is the person now you measure <laughs> this is the one and, oh, and it was a very mm. bad experience. That's yeah. why when I constructed my hotel in Masaka, yeah. I named it after her mm. because now she's grown. Mm. Now she was your learning curve. Years. She taught me how. And, and when people saw us singing they, during, <laughs> during lockdown, they didn't know. We have a funny bond mm. that uh, I don't want other children to notice. Wow. Because it, mm. may, it, may, it may spoil. Yeah. I am sure they are in school so they won't listen to this. Yeah. So I had to study her language. I had you know she would cry without cause and <laughs> then you can't say what is wrong yes. and the child then I put yeah. her in the car we started driving oh recklessly. Dear. So I really that was a very fun experience. Then yes. they started getting sick without to, so I had to procure services of a nurse from mm. hospital who I kept on her own hospital salary to join the maid so that now I know the feeding procedures can be taken <laughs> almost akin to medical. So <laughs> I, I have, I think, had the best friends. Uh, my brother, Kasolo, has been there. Mm. I made sure, and Honorable Susan Nakawichi, mm. who I regard my very good sister, yeah. I think they campaigned for me because wow. that was the period when I even hated the parliament. Yeah. But I, then I had to campaign yes. to go back. Honorable <laughs> Kasolo became chairperson. There was Honorable Sylvia Rwabogo. She became the vice. They took over the entire... They took over. And Honorable Susan. And uh, there are many people I don't want to mention mm. here, but they really... Others are ministers, others... Uh, mm. So, but Honorable Esther Anyakun, that one I can't forget, they really did the best. Remember they were chasing the Speaker of Parliament mm. and members of NRM and the whole regional parliament. I was the only one who stood against the removal. The president of Uganda had requested they don't remove, but they continued. So when he saw I was the only one doing what he wanted, during my campaigns, he called me a good DP. Oh, that made me. I got all the votes of NRM. <laughs> but I lost trust of the opposition. Of, the, of course. So, so it, it, it was a, a, a rock at the hard place. Wow, wow, wow. It, 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 that is what I would call what a, a time. complete enigma. Mm. It, it was uh, not easy for me to understand. Yeah. It benefited me. To, in fact, when the media asked me, mm. because members of the Ugandan Democrats said, this man mm. is a vice president of DP. The president of Uganda, NRM, has called him a good DP. Let him resign. That, that stamp of approval yes. is, uh, is disapproval the other side. So mm-hmm. when the journalists asked me, it was a rock and a hard place. Because if I said, I am not anywhere next to NRM, I don't even cooperate mm. with them, then I would lose the vote. <laughs> so I decided to say that those who said it, you know, that is what you get when you, the hobo, <laughs> pejoratively hobnobs with the hobgoblin. I will not koto in Eapuhu. Now that was uh, the famous I decided to speak yes, things they don't understand, yes. but I have answered. Now <laughs> that is when it the is. famous koto. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so you were I between never, a rock and a hard place. And it became my campaign slogan because yeah. I remember before I went to parliament for mm. for my final debate. Mm. I remember my older friend, he was a minister then, one of Galabuzi. He came quickly running. He told, he told me, "Don't forget the koto thing." <laughs> yeah, they love it. Eh? <laughs> I can't kakola. Kakola. <laughs> So oh when dear. I mentioned it, uh, <laughs> it was the vote winner. Oh my word! So it was. A, I was going through a lot of yes. psychological trauma. The torture was apparent, mm. but I was putting on a brave face. Mm. Uh, still, that is why I tell you that God yeah. is a protagonist in all of this. Mm. Aish, it's not. It's not easy to have. You know, you have to be both. Yes. Uh, both parents. You told me that before we got on that. Please don't ask me to count my children. Ah uh, no. Uh, you, you, you know, don't need that question of how many children do you have will leave it for other people to answer it. Yes, they will answer. <laughs> but know, for a, you, you're a man not like counting. me. I would. Do, that that is what I would call something uh, uh, a bit convoluted. Mm. Because every child is mine. Mm. We of late. I, I, there was a friend of mine. I asked, "How many children are you?" Uh, do you have now? Mm. Said, but why are you asking me? I'm not yet conclusive <laughs> on this thing. I'm still undergoing a lot of DNA oh tests. <laughs> You're asking me in the middle of hey, <laughs> there. There are still several other processes. <laughs> I mean, give you a number and it changes tomorrow. Mm, mm. Oh dear. So, w- where is your mindset now? Because, like I was saying, with the politics, you're in between. You're in between the generation that is. Oh, I would say is I wouldn't say it's coming. They're already here. Mm. <laughs> the generation yes. is already yes. here mm. and the generation that is supposed to be in transit whether they yes. maybe feel it or don't. Um o- what are the ambitions? I don't know if your ambitions have always been very clear. You uh, know, you you don't strike me as someone poke and point at as so and so wants to be president of Uganda. But you also don't strike us as someone who would say no uh, <laughs> to it. You, you know they oh. say if you find an LOC chairman. Mm. That man can even be, he even wants to be president. He just mm. doesn't become. Oh. He can be anything. Yes. For me, my aspirations have always been very clear. I have a long list. Mm. It is just that the list I give is less than the list I have in my head. Uh, of course, comparing, uh, you, you you must be considerate of the circumstances under which we live. Yeah. You point so much at the future. I am one man who has lost a, a family member under very mysterious circumstances. Mm. You don't know why it happened. Yeah. You don't want it to happen to you or anyone. Uh, mm. I I can safely tell you if, if you wanted to know whether I can be president. In fact, I can lead very well. Mm. I think even on just on the African continent. Mm. I have people who can congratulate me, presidents who can, can congratulate me knowing my name are more than 20. So th- that means I have a record to, to begin with. Yeah. I am better than most candidates here mm. who actually may not be congratulated for a long period of time <laughs> <laughs> after winning. <laughs> I have close proximity to, yes, yes. to many people. I, I, I know I have, I'm educated enough I have I don't have one degree not two so qualification so in terms of that I am Mm-mm. in terms of leadership pedigree I, I think I have dealt You've with proven, it over time yeah. so I can be anything well thank you for your time and thank you I think we've gotten to know you a bit better 
yeah. a lot won't surprise us because now we know you <laughs> <laughs> we and we know the origin of a lot of things yes the yes. hobnobbing and the koto <laughs> and uh, all of that what's your final song choice as we wrap yes that one uh, you, you know incidentally ugandans are not aware mm. i have even been a rapper before a rapper yes yeah. i have done a lot of things so i love this song <laughs> ice ice baby by vanilla, vanilla ice, ice. You remember eh, all, I, all i stop collaborate and listen as is back <laughs> with a brand new vision something because the whole fight now i used to love <laughs> Wait, this song what i even i don't know the lyrics <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one so those are times when we are also now uh, extremely high yes uh, yeah people think they were cool but no we are, we, we are we are just keeping quiet yes sometimes if you unleashed who you were sometimes because we don't want you people to feel shy <laughs> that your parents are also a uh, bit of cool yes all right well thank you for your time that's desert island discs good night yo vip let's kick it Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Caress a speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Now that the party is jumping, with the bass kicked in and the Vegas all pumping, quick to the point, to the point, no faking, cooking MCs like a pound of bacon, burning them. Think quick and nimble. I go crazy when I hear a cymbal and a hi-hat with a souped-up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Rolling. Rolling. Hit my 5.0. Put my rag top down so my hair can blow. The girl is on standby waiting just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove. I kept on pursuing to the next stop. I bust a left and I'm heading to the next block. The block was dead, yo. So I continue to A1A. Girls were hot wearing less than bikinis. Rock men lovers driving Lamborghinis. Jealous. Cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine. All I heard was shells falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car. Slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper. The avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene. You know what I mean? They pass me up. Could run it all. I don't mean If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Take heed, cause I'm a lyrical poet. Miami's on the scene, just in case you didn't know it. My town, that created all the bass sound. Enough to shake and kick holes in the ground, cause my style's like a Feasible rhymes you can vision and feel Conducted and formed, it's a hell of a concept We make it hype, and you wanna step with this Shape plays on a fade, slice like a ninja Cut like a razor blade so fast Other DJs say, damn, a rhyme was a drug I'd sell it by the gram Keep my composure when it's time to get loose Magnetized by the mic while I kick my juice If there was
was a problem too. Yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while DJ revolves it. To your mother. Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.